Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Weekday Chat. This is where we talk about where we're going and where we've been. And my name is Steve, and this is my good friend. Yeah, I'm Luke. Uh, we're both ministers here at PCC. We love doing so, and we look forward to this time to get to catch up with you and talk a little bit. Uh, just hit a refresher of uh, what we learned on Sunday, what God's been saying to us, and how we can be living that out here in the middle of our weeks. And Steve, I loved your message on Sunday. We've been going through Psalm 23, and we talked about initially how the shepherd leads, and then last week you talked about how the shepherd feeds us, and he gives us just what we need, just when we need it, and that's a hard reality to trust sometimes, yes. but his timing really is always perfect, and he is a good provider, yes. and I personally appreciated your challenge just to spend time in silence yeah. with, with the Lord this week. That's been, that's been good that for me to hear. Week? I have. It's been incredibly difficult, but it's been it a, but a, it's a, a so good discipline. It's so good when you can practice yeah. it. Yeah, it absolutely has. So, uh, speaking of God giving us what we need when we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me a little bit about some things you've realized over this last weird season of uh, some things that you thought might have been needs, but you realized they weren't. What were things were you able to give well, up? Well, you know, you I, Ashley is on our staff, and she's the one who's over our social media, and she sort of directs us mm-hmm. in weekday chat, and mm-hmm. so she provides questions. And I think she's gone to meddling. That's what I think. I agree. Yeah. Because we really have to expose ourselves. So we I don't, don't know, actually want to practice what we preach. Uh, of Come course on. not. You know, these are ideal, <laughs> yes. ideal things, right? No, uh, Ashley makes us get real and honest. Mm-hmm. So I really am grateful. I have confessed to Luke before that I have a I have trouble with coveting. I have trouble mm. with material things. I fight it. It's not easy for me, and I don't know why I'm that way. I'm just a fallen person, and so I'll confess this. Some of you know I'm, I drive this convertible now, and you might think, man, but I want you to know where it started. It started <laughs> at a different vehicle, a different make and model, much more expensive. Um, getting a new one, I thought, now, Steve, what are you doing that for? Because like, my car had 275,000 miles on it, and I, I'd had it for uh, 16, 17 years, and I, it's a little, I don't like to drive it out of town very much, so I, I felt okay about getting a car. And so I thought, Steve, you don't need that. So I went to a used one of those. Well, still, I think, do you really need to spend that money? Well, then I drove a new Camaro. I said, that's what I'll get. That's a lot less than the other one, you know. <laughs> and I thought, Steve, you don't need a brand new. So I finally got one that was six years old. So it may not be a perfect picture, <laughs> but I, I want you to note I did wrestle, you know. <laughs> I started way up here, and I got four notches down. <laughs> now, if God were talking to me, he said, oh, you could have gone a couple more. Uh-huh. Well, maybe, you know. Uh, but I, but I, I do want to say this, too, that, you know, like, I, I, I like clothes. I like buying things. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking when I was re- thinking through my life the last couple of years, I don't think I bought a new shirt, for instance, the last two years. And that's really good for me. That, mm-hmm. that's, I, that's not typical. So, <sighs> confessed, okay? I confessed. <laughs> I'm supposed good. to feel better, but I feel terribly embarrassed right now. <laughs> that's all I can say. So, would you trump me, please? Uh, I got to admit, I just like watching him squirm. <laughs> I'm going to sit here in this moment for a minute or two. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, and honestly, mine probably aren't that deep and rich, but like with, 
I'm a sports junkie. I love sports, especially baseball. Uh, you, you know, if you've been around here very long, you probably know that by now. Uh, but all that was senselessly robbed from me this year, you know, when the quarantine hit and uh, spring training, you know, got canceled. And all of a sudden, something I spend a lot of time enjoying and following and reading about and listening to and watching uh, was was taken. And I was shocked at how little I missed it and how little I realized I needed it. Now, of course, when the NBA bubble began and the baseball season kicked back off and all those things, yeah, of course I watched. But I would like to think that I'm a little healthier now in my consumption of those things. And uh, so it was, it, it, it's good and helpful for me to have those things yanked away and realize that a lot of the ways I spend my um, – certainly time, money, all those things, but mostly my, my mental energy focusing on are, are not necessary and not even always edifying. So I want to be able to enjoy those things while holding them at a distance. So. <laughs> Your confession is weak compared to mine. It absolutely you is. Yes. We have a spiritual giant in the room today, folks. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. I feel so exposed. <laughs> am I dressed? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, in this picture of the sheep, um, in Psalm 23, we have this, this wonderful um, scene of sheep who are content and they're resting, they're laying down in green pastures by still waters. It's a picture of this mm. satisfaction in the Lord and contentment. And that mm-hmm. word came up Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. So how, I mean, it just seems in our culture, people are always discontented. Mm-hmm. Life is never right. It's never good enough. Mm-hmm. So what can we do about this? How can we move toward a greater contentment in life? Yeah, uh, I think one of the great keys to contentment is gratitude, you know. Um, And I heard somebody, I don't remember who it was, but asked a really challenging question one time. They said, um, if all, let's let's just say that everything was taken away from you except the things that you had thanked God for, how much would you have left? And that was a really challenging question for me. Mm. Uh, I think I'd probably have my wife and my kids. I would probably even have Steve in Plainfield Christian Church, but uh, wow. there, would, there would be a lot of things that were taken from me that I had taken for granted and not given thanks to God for. Um, so I think just learning to practice continual gratitude is something that leads us to contentment, but also um, the discipline of fasting, to be quite honest, um, trying to intentionally do with less so that you can focus on God more. One of the things I've been doing this week um, in response to Steve's challenge to us to spend time with the Lord is I've been fasting from podcasts and I've been fasting from the sports apps on my phone. Um, and that's been really good for me. I'm a podcast junkie, but to have more silence in my life and to be fasting from those things um, has made me uh, content in God's presence. And so whatever it is, when, when Jesus was fasting in the desert, he spent 40 days and 40 nights going with no food, no water, and he was tempted uh, to indulge his cravings. And yet he learned contentment in that uh, by quoting scripture against the evil one saying, man does not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So in, intentionally doing with less so that you can rely on God more is a good discipline for creating contentment. What would you say? Well, life is so demanding and hectic. We put ourselves in a position where we never, see, if we're not silent, we don't take inventory. Mm -hmm. This is why quiet is so important because it gives us time to reflect on our lives. I think we have to intentionally choose to declutter, for one thing. I think the more we're on the internet and social media, we are more exposed to advertising For me personally, I've had to make choices not ever to go casually look in a store. Hmm. I just don't do that. If I have something I need, I'll go look for it, get out. Um, 
Uh, you know, some people find, uh, I think they find some kind of rest in purchasing. Mm-hmm. And that's the American way, you know. And, and I think we have to guard ourselves against that a lot. One of the things I love about millennials is they value experiences over things. And I think that would be a great move for all of us to move toward the value of relationships, sharing time together, doing things together, uh, and, and, and less about accumulation of things. I mean, can you, I mean can, can you go through things now and just get rid of? I think that's so important. And, um, and, and make choices that are going to be helpful. Also, the closer you get to ministries— uh, the more you want to find ways to give to those. Mm-hmm. I, I have found every time I've been somewhere on a, on, a, on a mission trip or served somewhere, I come back wanting to find ways that I can be generous toward that. It's going to cost me something here. Yeah. And if we stay removed from ministry, we won't do that. When we get involved in kingdom, I mean, you find you want, you want to invest in whatever you're interested in, what your passion is growing in, mm-hmm. and you can't do everything. And that's... I, I've always experienced that in my life, going somewhere and coming back and say, what can we do? And and I love that. Yeah, that's good. And of course, the goal of all of this um, is to become people who are completely satisfied in Christ, just to be able to rejoice in him so that we can say honestly, like David did in Psalm 23, 1, that because the Lord is our shepherd, we have everything that we need, that he, like he is everything we want, everything we need. He meets all of our deepest desires. So uh, it's a journey to get to that point, Steve, but uh, can you share sometimes when, when you have been satisfied in him, when God has been your satisfaction, when he has given you what you needed and proved that yet again? Well, it's another car story. You know, I, I remember, I remember really itching for a car. Like the the girls were like uh, middle school and high school. Justin was in college. And I really wanted a car, and I was kind of making it up. I think you know, like I needed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember being on. We were on our way to Myrtle Beach, and so Diana was in the car. Each of the girls, and they had a friend, so a lot of estrogen was in that minivan. <laughs> you know, and so the transmission goes out. You know, right at. Uh, an uh, uh, exit by Spartanburg, Tennessee, uh, North Carolina. At, uh, is that South Carolina? One of the others. And w- when we, we coasted right off the exit, the ex- exit name was Cross Anchor. <laughs> we got there. The first car came by and stopped. Do you need help? I said, yeah, I need a tow truck. She goes, there's a, there's, a, there's a body shop on the other side of the interstate, a, a machine sh- or a repair shop. Got me there. I, I needed a van. The people there said, why don't you take ours to Myrtle Beach? I paid them 100 bucks and got all the trash out of their van, went the rest of the way, picked up my car on the way back, had another translation at a far reduced discount. <laughs> it's like I felt like because I chose, okay, God, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to worry. Take this covetous heart away from me. And he showed me his presence in that whole trip. Yeah. And I was, I, w- I was kind of amazed. So every time I go that route, I mean, I tell the story all over again in my mind, and Diane and I talk about it, how good that. God was to us. I yeah. love that. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, we felt that too. You know, I've 
I've never had to miss a meal, you know, uh, yeah. because I didn't know where it was going to yeah. come from. Anytime I've been lonely and we've prayed sure. for community and friends, God's put the right people in our paths, things like that. Uh, just this last week, actually, somebody's coming to stay with us for uh, a couple months this fall, and it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful, but uh, he eats a lot, and so we're going to have to adjust our grocery <laughs> budget, you know, and, uh, you know, we're buying diapers and those kinds of things. So, like, anytime we adjust our budget somewhere, it feels like a little bit of a pinch, and I'd be lying if I said that wasn't a little bit of a worry in the back of our minds and we went out to lunch earlier this week at a little pizza joint and like one of the pizzas got messed up and so the owners of the place just came and like gave us a giant pizza and it like it's just one pizza but it was a it was a reminder right as we're facing and talking about this that oh yeah like god's still good he blesses obedience he takes care of us he gives us right what we need right when we need it you know and uh, earlier this year we had a dear friend of ours who's a missionary in japan they had a lot of their funding get cut, and we've supported them, and we wanted a way to bless them but didn't know how we were going to make it work, and we asked the Lord and just said, God, if there's, if there's a way you would be able to provide for us so that we could help provide for them, we would really love to do that. You see this desire in our hearts, and God answered that prayer immediately that week, um, and I, I trust the kingdom's better for it, not in any way because yes. of how good we are, but because he, uh, he is a good provider, and he always meets the yeah, needs of his Yeah, and not people. without adjustments, right? Certainly. I mean, I remember... Yeah. Coming back from one uh, trip somewhere, and we really wanted to give to where I'd been. And, and so I, we learned right then. I mean, we looked immediately. There's always something to cut. Yes. There's always an adjustment. So, you know, it's fun to go to Goodwill and see what you can pick up there. And more fun, we decided to first go to Aldi and make sure we got our groceries yeah. cheaper. There, there are always ways, and God honors that. Absolutely. So it's not without making adjustment you know, that magically God's going to give it. You also have to think, look inwardly as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what's coming Sunday? Uh, yeah, so uh, this weekend we, we talked about how the shepherd leads, shepherd feeds. We'll be talking about how the shepherd protects, that even when we walk through the darkest valley, the valley of the shadow of death, he's with us, and that uh, Psalm 23 gives us two really key promises to rest on. So whatever you're going through right now, uh, we've all got valleys that we either have been through, are going through, or will go through. So I'd encourage you to uh, come join us and find out what those two promises are to walk through the valley with the shepherd. We love you guys sincerely. Hope you're enjoying God's beautiful creation this week, and we hope to see you soon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.